This is Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Thank you for being here. Hello, gorgeous humans, and welcome back to Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Welcome to your weekly alignment tip. So this week's tip is one that I really, every time I'm sharing these with you guys, there are things that I am living and experiencing in real time, but this one especially is one that I just had, even today, as I am recording this, a big experience with, a big moment with. And so I'm really excited to share this with you guys. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is your comeback rate. Now, if you guys have read Gabby Bernstein's books, if you guys are familiar with Gabby Bernstein, she is one of my mentors, one of my teachers, um, and I've gotten to go through various workshops and courses of hers and you know learn from her over the years I think I can honestly I know this is something that I picked up from her I don't remember where I picked it up I think it might be in the universe has your back but (laughs) that is all beside the point (laughs) point is give credit to your teachers your mentors the people who have helped you and supported you and that this idea of your comeback rate is something that I learned from Gabby which is this idea that your your measure of growth, of success in changing, shifting, healing, elevating, that the truest measure of that is your comeback rate. And that it's not about, this is something I think is so important, it's not about always being happy. It's not about always finding, even always finding the good in something. Though there, there's something to be said for that, right? Finding a silver lining. But it, to me, is about how quickly you can process the reality of a situation. How quickly you can come back to neutral, to alignment, to eventually feeling good, but doing so from a place that is not spiritual bypass. Right, Because a lot of times I see, and I have been so guilty of this myself, I see so many people, especially those of us who are entrepreneurs in the personal development, spiritual healing, coaching, transformational coaching, etc. Those of us who are in this sort of alchemical healing, raising the vibration of the planet world, sometimes it seems like we are so... We use our work as a way to spiritually bypass, right? Because we embrace this part of us that says, I'm here to teach. I'm here to share lessons. I have learned through things. I've learned things. I've moved through things. I have tools and I want to share them, which is amazing and great and super valuable. And when we start, we can start almost overusing that and using it as a way to kind of skip over some of the deeper healing work. By being like, okay, I had this shitty thing happen. How can I, how quickly 
can I turn this into a lesson? How quickly can I turn this into something to sell? How quickly can I turn this into an email or an Instagram story or a Facebook post, right? And it isn't to say that turning crappy things into valuable teachings, lessons, sharing your experience is bad. That's like, that's most of what I do, right? But the really important thing is that you sit with the truth of what is up before you turn it into a lesson. That you really move through the healing before you start to try to share it with anyone else. Right? Because if you start to, if you are like, oh, God, this was a crappy thing, but how can I spin this into something that can be a lesson and teach people? That's great. Except when it starts shifting you into a place of almost using the purpose of using it for content or for teaching or whatever, when you start to use that as a way to not engage with the work. That is when, that is what I am not talking about with your comeback rate, right? You want to more and more quickly use your tools, move through things, you get faster, it gets easier, it gets fun to shift from like, oh, something really terrible and surprising just happened to, oh, and now I feel okay. Now I feel like I accept that that was a shitty thing and here's maybe some stuff that I learned and here's some ways that I can maybe use it and here's what I'm willing to let go of and here's where I still have work around, right? The quicker you can come back to all of that place while simultaneously actually taking the time and the action to go through the healing, that is the true measure of growth to me. A true measure of growth. There are many of them. We can see this in many, many ways, right? But to me, is this making sense? (laughs) To me, your comeback rate is just one of the most exciting ways to see how far you've come. So pause right now and maybe you can think of an experience recently where you something popped up, right? A person surprised you by acting in a way that was hurtful or in a way that it was unexpected or you got some really bad news or something really bad happened in your day or you got triggered or the client didn't come through, whatever, right? You had a money hiccup. Think about whatever the thing was and how you processed it. How did you react to the situation? What was your language like around the situation? Did you immediately get kicked back into some victimy like, oh my God, this is why always it does it happen to me? And like sort of perpetuate that and maybe talk to a bunch of people about it in that way. If so, how long did that last, right? And just start to evaluate, did you, how, how did you respond to a recent crappy situation, okay? And then think back to how you six months ago or a year ago or five years ago would have reacted to the same or a similar situation. And use your imagination here. Play with this because really this is where it starts to get, like it oftentimes does move me to tears to think back on like, oh my God. 
five years ago was what February 2014 and oh man February 2014 Chelsea 22 22 yeah 22 23 year old ish Chelsea like how would she have reacted to some of these situations like it is night and day And when you start to identify this, do these little reflections and think about this idea of your comeback rate as you go through your day-to-day life, it can really free you up from a lot of the kind of limiting box stories that keep you boxed in of like a crappy thing happens and then it totally derails you and why oh and now I have to do all the healing and right we can slip into some more overwhelm of like oh my god a crappy thing happened and now it's an avalanche of crappy things and why all the things and all the stories get triggered whereas if you just like apply this frame almost or this like map this guidepost however you want to think of it of the next time something crappy happens pause and you can, it, this gives you a little bit of the observer self, but it kind of shifts you naturally into the gentle observer mode, which is something I'll talk about soon in more detail. But naturally when you pause and are like, oh, okay, something crappy happened. How am I feeling? How am I reacting to this? How would I have reacted to this six months ago? And you feel into that and think about that. How do I feel about reacting into it now, right? And by just applying this little, Ooh, comeback rate. Okay, how, what does it look like to come back to neutral? What does it look like to come back into alignment right now? Just by feeling into that little framework, you already get a little bit of distance from the crappy thing. And you also get kind of a clear guide, a little thread to take you back, right? Because if you're feeling into, okay, what's most important here, how I'm going to really grow and use this to my advantage is by feeling into my comeback rate. How quickly can I come back? What can I do in this moment to bring me back to neutral, to help me move through this pain? What would it take for me to feel neutral right now, right? You can ask yourself these questions of what would it take for me to come back to neutral? What would it take for me to come back to a place of feeling okay, acceptance of being present with this thing and not bypassing it? but also doing what I need to do to not be acting from a triggered, reactive, victim-y place. And of course, as always, I feel like I'm really trying to hit the nail on the head here. Um, always doing it from a place, right? The, the intention here is not to tell you guys that if you feel crappy and have something crappy in your life happen, that you immediately have to shift back into like, Oh, got can't feel low vibe, can't feel frustrated, can't feel anger, can't feel sadness. Like, no, that is not it. Please feel all of those things. It is about learning to be present and use your tools and get really intimate with your nervous system and your energy field so that you can start to identify, okay, cool. Six months ago, I know that my energy, like my general sense of anxiety and feeling unsafe was just so prevalent and unsupported that six months ago, I would immediately have sent back a nasty text or immediately have written an angsty Facebook post about it or whatever, right? And then you can start to see the growth, which then gives you momentum to shift back quicker and quicker and quicker. So what I want you guys to play with 
is start looking at the things that quote unquote take you out. And then start to notice and apply this framework of your comeback rate. Of looking at, okay, cool. Something kind of shook my energy. It caught me off guard. It took me off balance. What would it take for me to shift back into balance without ignoring my feelings? Am I in a space right now where I can sit with my feelings, be with my feelings, be present with them? Or is that not totally safe right now because I'm at work and I can't, like, we live in a society where expressing your anger and letting out some screams or punching a pillow or whatever is, like, not socially acceptable in a standard workplace, right? Which is a conversation for another day. But that... Those are the kinds of things that I want you guys to start playing with with this alignment tip is what does it take for you to come back to neutral without bypassing any of the unpleasant emotions, any of the things that most people don't want to feel so they don't feel them? How can you leave yourself space for both of those things in a way that is quick, in a way that doesn't leave you feeling like, oh my God, I have to do all the healing work and now I'm stuck in the healing and now I'm just, oh, now this emotion is coming up and now I'm going to be off for whatever and it's going to screw me up, right? Commit to making coming back to your true self your priority. Your true self is the, in, in the yoga world, we call it Purusha, which is this divine inner light that is sometimes described as like a little flame, a little like candle flame inside your heart that where there's no wind. So it's just a flame, no wind that shines bright. How can you get back to that? That Purusha, that inner light that isn't afraid of feeling the pain because it knows everything is temporary. That isn't afraid of sitting with the fear and the frustration even though we live in a world that tells us to repress those things and those feelings are bad and they make us bad people or whatever. What does it take for you to move through the feelings to get back to the truth of who you are? And how quickly can you use that kind of language of looking at like, oh, my comeback rate was so much faster today. Ooh, how interesting. I wonder if I could do it faster than I could last week. What about six months ago, right? You start to reframe this language and it almost, to me, it really starts to feel like a game. It really starts to feel like a game of like, all right, let's, how much quicker can I level up this time? And when you really allow for there to be an essence of positivity and excitement and momentum even in the midst of like, oh my God, it feels like my life, what the hell is happening? What just happened? Life is going up in smoke. Even in those moments, you can be like, all right, I actually, I feel, I feel better than I would have three weeks ago, six months ago, six years ago. By reframing the negative situation and the way that you respond to it, the way you think about it, the way you take action around it, you are able to inherently shift the way you are relating to it, which shifts your frequency and shifts your ability to move through it quicker. 
So that, my loves, is my alignment tip for you guys this week. As always, please send me your feedback. I love hearing your messages. I love hearing from you guys. And if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast. It really massively helps me to get this message out. And in case you guys did not know, once we hit 100 ratings and reviews, I am going to give away three sessions, three individual sessions with me. So you have the chance to win those if you give a rating and a review. So pass this along to anyone who needs it. Let me know what questions you have and how this resonates for you, as well as how you start to use it in your week. I love you so much. Have an incredible rest of your week and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. I am so grateful that you did. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast now if you're not already subscribed. And go ahead and share this episode, especially if it resonated with you. Share it across social media or with someone who you know would benefit. Stay tuned for more episodes as well as guided practices every single week. And as always, let me know what you think by following me on Instagram at chelsea.quint or sending in a voice note so that you can get some guidance, some feedback, and some insight on one of the next episodes. Have a great rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love.